Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshen Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, the unshakable road to love, to gratitude, well-being, the unshakable life, the unshakable road. Mm, What a beautiful image to be unshakable. The unshakable life. Well, life is as it seems, of course, is nothing but one being shaken up one moment after another. We have a few moments of maybe peace, calm, solidity, and then boom, the next shock or surprise or something happens. And we're shaken up. <laughs> now, that itself is not bad either. Just an experience of the moment. Just moment, this happens, that happens. We don't see it that way. We see it as the be-all and the end-all, that we're nothing but a leaf in the wind being shaken here and there, blown around. However, beneath these many storms lies the unshakable road, the, or you could say the immovable arms holding us, balancing us guiding us, correcting us, directing us. Here we are in the very deep holiday season, many holidays coming together. Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's. Many, 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 many different ways of turning to the unshakable road, the road of light. In Hanukkah, we light every night another candle, another for one night, One candle, the second night two, third night three, intensifying the light that's brought into the world, the clarity, the love. What is the difference between all the light and the love, the awareness, the clarity? Same for the Christmas season, gifts, 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 giving, 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 love, love, love. Sometimes instead of love, we give presents physical presence, but that too, that too is a form of giving. But it, it's not, nothing is a substitute for the actual experience of love and light. Nothing, nothing. It can be an expression of it, but we mustn't cling to the expression, but go deeper, look, look higher, vaster. You know, if we, we just wait and wait for our gift and then it's not to our liking, we're very disappointed. Or if we open the gift, maybe we want another one. <laughs> or after the eight lights, seven nights, but there's an extra one, the shamash. So after all the lighting is done, what happens to the light then? When we stop lighting the candles, can it ever disappear? No. These lights are just a reminder of the ever-shining light, and same as the gifts, just a reminder of the real gift that's available all the time for everyone. That gift of love, that gift of light, same thing. That gift of harmony. Somebody once said to me, is there a price to pay for this? for walking on this unshakable road to love? Is there a very, very interesting question, I thought. Wow, what a question. 
Is there a price to pay for this? A meaning, do I have to give something up? Is there a cost? Wow, what an interesting idea. And actually, yes, yes. I wouldn't call it a price to pay, but I would say yes. <clears throat> we do have to give certain things up. One of which is our love for chaos, <laughs> our clinging to upset, our wish to be shaken up all the time and thinking that's exciting, that's life, that's pleasure, that's thrilling, our desire to fight, 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 find enemies and fight them. That's a very deeply inbred instinct in humans, that desire to be at war, to fight, to be the winner, to prove I'm right, you're wrong. Oh my goodness. What an awful, awful addiction that is. It's wired in, it seems. In the Buddhist, in the Zen point of view, it's called one of the poisons. Buddha said, we are all shot with a poison arrow. We've been shot with a poison arrow. And I have come, I'm, all I am is a doctor, he said. I've come as a doctor to pull out the poison arrow. What a wonderful way to describe it. Now I'm come to pull out the poison arrow, take away the suffering. So to eliminate. And what are these poisons? Anger, hatred, greed, ego, ego, me, 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 not you. This, this is part, these are all the poisons from the poison arrow that we've been shot with. So is there a cost to work walking on the unshakable road? I wouldn't call it a cost, but I would say let's all pull out that poison arrow, those poisons. Or you could call them addictions. Need to be eliminated. We have to let them go. Because it's not that they're actually holding on to us. We're really holding on to them. What a moment to see that. What an amazing moment of power and control and, and clarity. You could say these are temptations that arise before us continually. The temptation to want more, 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 more. The temptation to judge someone, to hate them. The temptation to get revenge. It's always those, that's all those poisons coming from the poison arrow. They keep arising in our human condition. They're coming from those, you could call it the poisons, you could call it karma, you could call it the mortal mind. There are many ways of actually defining it. It's, but it's the same experience. It's the same phenomena, whatever you call it. And yes, yes, we do, you could call it purifying oneself, eliminating the poisons. And that, well, how do we do that? That's huge. Doesn't it take forever? Isn't it an, a work of many lifetimes? Purification? Getting rid of the dark side? Well, it's not like we're getting rid of it because it, in a way it doesn't even exist unless we choose it, unless we hold on to it, unless we embrace it and want to make it real in our lives. 
it's really nothing but a cloud that floats up in front of us, and it's up to us. You know, in Zazen practice, we sit, 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 and all of these clouds inevitably appear. Memories, thoughts, feelings, whatever. Misguided notions, which we call illusions. Now we have, in the, as we sit in Zazen, we don't move, we don't honor these. We simply see them as clouds coming and uh, we keep returning to the breath, to the moment, to our posture, to the koan. We, 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 we leave them alone. Let them come and let them go. And as we do so, they weaken and weaken and eventually have very little power over us anymore. and may even disappear for times completely. Because what gives them life and force is and energy is our grabbing at them, believing in them, wanting them even, becoming fascinated by them. So as the sitting practice is an incredible opportunity to see this whole panorama for ourselves and to learn that beautiful and very natural and very simple practice and process of letting whatever arises arise and not paying attention to it, taking back our precious attention, which is our energy and our life force, returning it to our own breath, to the moment, to what's real and what's healing and what's good. We have that ability to do so. We can take charge of our attention. You know, I'm thinking of a very old, beautiful saying that um, a little mondo, which is a question and answer between a Zen teacher and a student. And a student said to a teacher, what is Zen? which is a very, very famous question, which is completely unanswerable by anyone else. You must, of course, find that out for yourself. But many, many, many answers have been given anyway, and but they're not logical right to the point that suggesting, well, this is it, and you can figure it out, and it's all, that's an answer. The questions are kind of provocative and interesting and metaphoric, so you're left with the question, which you need to be because you have to answer that kind of question. Just like in life, there are many questions that you have to answer for yourself by your own experience. Anyway, we go back to the question, well, what, what is in? And this teacher famously said, attention. And the student said, that's it, just attention? And the teacher said, attention, attention. And the student said, come on, there must be something more. And the teacher repeated, attention, attention, attention. Wow, love this story. Love it, love it, love it. Attention, attention. Wake up, wake up, pay attention. It's just that simple and that difficult at the same time. But basically, it's a very simple, direct instruction and a very profound one, very, very profound, as as most simple things are, very profound indeed. Attention. The teacher is saying you have the ability to pay attention. What are you choosing to pay attention to? We don't usually think of it as a choice. 
In fact, many people speak of choiceless awareness, and that's something else, and it's very, very beautiful. It's very wonderful. But I would say in the earlier stages, or whatever stages, our attention can become grabbed, grabbed by different temptations, you could call them, different arisings, fascinated, mesmerized, pulled away. It can be quite simple for that to happen. Therefore, it is probably always very important to become aware of where your attention is and to know not to stick with it, not to feed some negative thoughts or feelings or anger or hurt. We, we feed it by becoming fixated, becoming obsessed with it, dwelling upon it all the time on a hurt, on a loss. We're feeding it. We're making it more and more and more powerful to harm us because... It's one thing to feel grief and to allow it to leave, but when we obsess about it, become fixated and frozen in that thought or emotion or memory, we're not there anymore. We're gone. We've been taken over. So it's very, very important to know that your attention is a powerful, powerful (coughs) part of your life, your experience, and you can and must Be aware of where it is, how it's affecting you, and return home all the time. And by saying return home, return to yourself, to your own inner knowingness, to your own inner goodness, to your own inner being, which is that's the entire practice of Zazen. We start by, and maybe for the next, when I say start, could be for 50 years we're starting. I know that's true for me. (laughs) Just beginning slightly now after so many, 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 many years to see a little teeny bit. And that's fine. It's fine. This is, this is fine. Every, wherever you are along the road is just where you should be. And it's beautiful if you pay attention and learn from it and become more and more aware. Our attention provides energy for our awareness to open, open, open. Keep opening more and more to what's important, to what's beneficial, to what's true, to what's true. In this age of so many vastly confusing messages and different opinions and untruths mixed with truths, and it's all mixed up. In a way, it's a very wonderful time because it, it, it really awakens in us the craving, what's the truth? What's real here? What isn't? What's beneficial? What is a lie, a pretense? And Buddha would say, when we say a lie, a pretense, he would say, what's illusion? He called that the world of delusion. To awaken from delusion, which means to see what's right in front of you. It can be very hard to see what's right here in front of us when there are so many, many, many clouds in the sky, in our personal sky. And, of course, that is why Zazen is the unshakable road to love. And it also 
puts us right on that unshakable road. When we can see more truly, we can be more true. And we're not as shaken by all the illusions that come. We see them for what they are, illusions, mirages, arising and fading. And we see what's true and what the road beneath us that cannot be shaken really is and where it leads and how to walk on it lovingly, peacefully, joyfully. So anyway, my goodness, so much time passed. Anyway, I, I want to thank you very much for listening and joining this podcast. And I wish you a beautiful, beautiful holiday season for all the different holidays. This week is Hanukkah. I bless all that the lights should shine very bright for everyone. And the the URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you would like to speak with me, it's topspeaker at yahoo.com. I'm hoping before the end of the year to do a beautiful sitting on Zoom with all a little bit of instruction and then to take some of the eternal teachings into our practice as we sit. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'll let you know more about that and have a beautiful, beautiful day. By the way, the new book is The Unshakable Road to Love, Value-Centered Relationships. I think you'll enjoy it. It's available on Amazon, and I just think you'll enjoy it. It's full of many, many exercises and specific instructions on walking on this unshakable road. Okay, have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.